Colossus is dope. So what are you asking? What's up? What's what's, up what's who's up? your favorite X-Men? My favorite X-Men. Um, Wolverine. Wolverine? Wolverine. Which Wolverine? The cartoon, comic book Wolverine, or like Hugh Jackman Wolverine? Hugh Jackman Wolverine was Logan. Logan was. I feel that too. Fire, especially the which one was it? The Japanese one. Wolverine. Oh. That one is sick. That's dark. Dog, I love that dark. one. Well, the other one, the last one, was very dark. Oh, Logan. Yeah, Logan, yeah. When he's old. Logan, when he's old. Crusty. That movie was like a celebration of it. it you're right, it is dark because it's just really sad that. We watched, you know, these movies for like 10 plus years and it all boiled down to, you know, Professor X killing all of the mutants because this guy had seizures. Exactly. And his <clears throat> mental breakdown like would kill like everybody around him. Like that was so fucked up. What about you, Jay? Who's your uh, favorite? Um, oh, Magneto. Magneto. Oh, for sure. Which one? Gandalf, all of them. Gandalf, Magneto or Origins? All of them. I, th- I think the movie, though, the live-action movie, did a great job of, like, humanizing him, showing his, like, Jewish background. Because, like, that persecution kind of drives him his whole oh, life. of course, yeah. Like, that's what I love about him. Like, you, I can't say he's wrong, you know? Every time he goes and, like, tries to, like, destroy the world to save mutant kind, there was, like, a line in X2, X3, I think. Yeah, yeah, X3, where uh, he was, like, starting to get his ducks in a row and he was about to go kill everybody. And one guy said some like talk smack about Professor X, and he stopped him, and he was like, "He's done more for mutants than you could ever dream of. Yeah. You'll never threaten him again." So even in that moment, they hella disagreed, but he respected him, you know. Anyways, is this recording? Yeah. Nice. Welcome everybody. Welcome. You know, we just got done surviving the snowmageddon. Then uh, that was like what two weeks now? Two Damn. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, it was clear the last time we recorded, yeah. Oh, wow, Quite yeah. Right. Tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Yeah, they got power now. They have power now over there in uh, Texas. AOC raised, what, five milli? Yeah, almost. And Beto? Yeah. I mean, I seen it, Jay, you made a TikTok uh, about Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that. Po- I watched the entire podcast yesterday. And I also was like, what do you mean? Because, okay, so out of context, here's some context. Joe Rogan and his podcast... Uh, he he was kind of uh, not defending Ted Cruz, but like kind of sympathizing with him. And he said, like, what is Ted Cruz supposed to do? Warm the the state? No, dummy. He's supposed to be there at the front lines, being that guy. Like the state voted for him, like to represent them for the people. Yeah, He's like so, a New York senator shouldn't have to raise money for a Texas. Yeah situation like i mean good for her though like yeah that's the american way people were saying it was self-serving on aoc's part because she's trying to campaign for beto to take that that seat you know over for cruz when the next election rolls around but at the same time like you know she you know she has friends in texas yeah like she has friends that are in no in uh legislation why would ted cruz make it so easy for her to do that that's where i'm getting at like no for sure as as much as it probably is because they're politicians at the end of the day they're selling themselves right and so as as much as it might be self-serving why did you leave the door open for somebody else to come in and do oh, that? Oh, exactly. Right? So you should never have done that in the first place. He's like, look, this is my state. We got it. Like, why are you letting somebody else take care of your house? Right? Yeah, I like Beto. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Beto's cool. He's a little Beto. preachy. Yeah. But I like Beto. Yeah, he is, definitely. Yeah, I mean, AOC, shout out to her. You beautiful queen, you. You um, beautiful <laughs> queen, you. Yeah, I like um, watching her Instagram lives because 
there's a lot of terrible, thirsty people who will just say <laughs> yeah. the most burnt things yeah, about exactly. her. On her. I'm glad she probably, she doesn't address it, maybe. But Man, she knows she's cute. Like, Show that's us a part your of, butt. Show us yeah. your feet. That will know. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool thing is she raised, she went on Twitch, like a rampage on Twitch, like raising money. Yeah. She raised $3 million for the state of Texas and the Texas relief. And so it, it, it's no, just. She, it was almost $5 million. I know, but I mean, though, like. The most the oh, one the that Twitch. was before the, the first one that oh, okay. came out. She what was, was she three, playing? I don't know. I don't think she she just she's a, you know you can obviously on Twitch you can do anything you want when yeah, it comes yeah. to live streaming. So I think this one was more so her communicating with her subscribers and those who want feed pics and all that stuff. I but seen her a couple weeks ago was playing Among Us. Yeah, it was even nice. after the craze she was playing with someone and she I've never been the imposter and like she's playing for the first time she gets to be imposter. That's up. Like, yeah, you've yeah. never been the imposter. Never. I've played that game for like at least. Eight hours total, never got to be an imposter. Dude, probably like a third of the time I played it, I was the imposter. Wow. Yeah, I was the imposter probably every single time. <laughs> every time? No, like literally every time I played, I've always been the imposter. Damn, you're a predator. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I'm, just a, I'm just a prey. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> Mike, Mike's, a, Mike's a snitch. He's, he did it. It was green. Dang. electric. I seen, I seen it. I seen everything. <laughs> yeah, it was one of them games that just like, came and left so fast. Well, I mean, I think it's just cool, though. I mean, shout out to her. She used her platform for the right reason. And obviously, you could talk about her trying to boost uh, Beto. But I think, you know, we've seen a part of our nation. I bet she would have done the same thing for Washington if, you know, she wanted to, you know. So Yeah, and, like, back to Mike's point, because he's talking about the video with uh, Joe Rogan. Like, I think ever since he moved to Texas, right, because his podcast used to be shot in L.A., and as soon as he moved to Texas, he's become a lot less moderate and a little bit more conservative with his, I guess, opinions and rhetoric. And, uh, yeah, his statements there, he was being sarcastic, he's like cracking jokes, like Mike was saying, like, oh, we're we supposed to warm the people, go out with blankets. Yeah, like, I, I think it was just to be facetious. I think he was trying to push the envelope a little bit. I watched it, too, and I kind of got annoyed because just because he's very centrist, like very when it comes to a lot of, like, whether it's climate change and I've seen a lot of cool stuff, like, him talking with other speakers and all that, but yeah, I think that take like rubbed me a little bit the wrong way, just because I'm like, bro, come on, you're not dumb, like you know exactly what he needed to do, you yeah. know exactly, and he's human, you know, yeah. he probably just he shoots a lot of podcast episodes, you know, so like every once in a while he's gonna let one go, so I mean, but I think what's funnier is his fans. Because a lot of people have been more critical of Joe Rogan recently. Yeah. And all his fans are just like, oh, just because he has his own opinion you guys don't like. You loved it when he was interviewing Bernie. And I'm like, I mean, he's super critical of everybody. So if he can be critical, yeah. then why can't we be critical of him? Right? You know, his ad game is crazy. Like, yeah. Listening to the Spotify, you have to listen to like four, maybe five ads wow. before you can listen to the podcast. And he'd be pushing the funniest shit. He'd be talking about underwear and <laughs> Glasses and CBD vitamins. I'm just like, God damn it. I miss the old Joe Rogan when he would just get stoned and like talk about chimpanzees, like and zombies and stuff like that. Jamie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like Anchor where you can stream the screen (laughs) to all your (laughs) subscribers. We didn't memorize it. On every uh, platform. It's easy to First make a off, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> it heard it already, guys. Uh, we had that's in the beginning my line, of this that's one. My line. We're back, but we're back actually on our actual schedule. I've been really busy these past few weeks trying to figure out some new changes in my life. So we finally back on a schedule, posting this on Wednesday morning, two o six Pacific Standard Time, two o six a.m. It's gonna be cool, man. And uh, so with that, a lot of things have happened. I mean, I think there's some since we're still in like kind of the politics realm. 
talking about what happened with Seth Rogen and everything that happened in Texas. Joe was, Rogan. Joe, I know I said Seth, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Joe he hates Rogan. Ted Cruz. That's well, why, you know, it's all connected. Right? Thanks. See, Mike with the save. But with that being said, the House just, um, they passed the $1.9 trillion um, stimulus, stimulus package, package a trilly, a trilly, for Americans. And right now, for those who don't know, it's taking a long time. A lot of people, to most people, because like Joe Biden obviously promised a lot of things. How long has he been in office? 30-some days. Joe Biden? Yeah, okay. 30-some yeah. days. All it right. took six, eight, or no, eight months in between both of the similar checks in 2020, so I don't want to hear it. But anyways, uh, it went through the whole uh, budget reconciliation process, meaning like a whole different committee had to overview like nine things of legislation to approve it, and then the House finally got to see it today. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. So it went through the House. Now it has to go through a House rulings committee, and then it has to go to the Senate. And Right now, what the thing that sucks about it is because now there's two Democrats that actually are not for the $15 an hour. So that's actually causing a lot of um, kind of like rampage in the Senate right now, obviously, because we have more of the advantage right now. It's Mm -hmm. 5150 because of Kamala Harris, but Kamala Harris. Say her name, Stuart. Kamala. So fucking around out here. Come alive. Come alive. But yeah, so like it's just crazy news. Um, Americans still need help. We have like I think it's like still 24 million people out of jobs. Um, they need help. I mean, an extra 1,400 would help a lot. I mean, the PPP loans for business owners is is awesome. It's great money for them. So hoping it gets passed soon. Man, you gotta say what you can get. Everybody's upset because Biden denied the uh, relief package for student loan debt. Well, what's your thoughts on that? Because I. I honestly still don't get it. So it's like fifty thousand to ten thousand. Like, what are what are they talking about? I didn't get to research it that much. Honestly, I haven't looked at it. I think it's like if you have fifty thousand, you get ten thousand off. It's like a nice. twenty twenty percent off kind of kind of deal. <laughs> but that's not what he said in the beginning. He said everything. You know, no. what whatever. You like know? student loan of forgiveness. Yeah, he said it's like not something I'm gonna do. When everybody's like, oh, just clear the whole debt. He's like, no. <laughs> so a lot of people were upset with him, but progressives and. Liberals got to understand, like, y'all didn't want him anyways. Yeah, you just voted because you hated Trump. So yeah, it was a necessary evil based upon your the choices. He's not given, progressive. So. He's not. Like, I'll, like, shut up already, right? It's it's hard, man. I mean, we're living in such a crazy world. Of, aggressive, Stuart. Well, I mean, it's like you guys act like as if he was a progressive from the get-go. And, like, it's funny because even Democrats are like, oh, like, uh, what's his name? Um, Joe Biden, he's a progressive. He's a socialist. He's like... No, he's not. That's pretty funny. Like, no, he's not. I'm like, where, where did you get that from? News mask? News, news max? News Where's mask. It? Plug the mask. Oh. Wear masks. They save <laughs> lives. Apparently, they're so, saying now that you should wear two masks. Two. Apparently. But, Why not three? Why not four? Yeah, no, or, right? I mean, our Double mom, up, our mom does. Up. Our mom wears two masks. She wears, like, two masks. Well, actually, three. Like, two masks and then the face shield. Yeah. So she goes over over the top, which is good. I mean, well, if that's what they say, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. No, facial is dope. I mean, goddamn, masks are expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Just gotta keep using. You know, get the reusable ones. As soon as these face masks, make ma- sure you wash them because you can get sick. Yeah. You know. These mask mandates came out, and all these like you know um, embroidery companies and all these like sewing company. Yeah. Sewing companies were like, oh, we're gonna make a profit off people's like suffering. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> I mean, this is America. You know, I think a lot of I I like as I'm in the dog harness company, so we sew things. And then there's like a company that sometimes we send stuff to sew to, and they took on the demand of all the masks. And I think that they they looked at it more as like like they're not gonna do it for free. 
No, of right? course not. So how could you? Why not? <laughs> it's to protect people. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just no kidding. it's I'm making not. a job. So I they're know, paying them whatever, kidding. like four, fifteen dollars to seventeen an hour to sew masks or whatever, whatever. That's one of those things. I'm like, do. man, I wish I would have invested in some type of company that makes masks before this. Or uh, or body bags, like the former senators did. Well, this got dark. I'm just saying. I mean, they were talking about investing. She's mm-hmm. the least. Take your like insider trading and start spending money on a. On a company that does body bags for people who die from COVID. I don't know. It's crazy. In other news, in the sports world. Sports. Tiger Woods this morning got into a bad car accident by himself. Man's done. Yeah, which. Like his career. Okay, he's alive. I mean, he's not alive and well, but he's alive. I want to say he just got surgery on his back maybe again. Yeah, last year. Yeah. And so I don't know what was going on, but it, he was by himself. Like it wasn't like he got an accident with somebody else. He got pinned. They had to, yeah, yeah, they, they had, had to get him. Jaws of life. Jaws of life to get him I think, out. I think they didn't do that. I think they they redacted that or retracted that. Oh, really? Yeah, they said they cut his windshield open and pulled him out from there. But still, it was bad, and his legs are destroyed, probably shattered. Oh, we'll uh, yeah, he said they uh, he shattered his shin. Um, had like a bunch of fracture, uh, compound fractures in his right leg or something yeah. like that. So it, he's he's done. Like he, uh, that man has gone through so many, especially like what you just said. Like literally, I think it was like last year in 2020, he had a back surgery, and so multiple knee surgeries, boom, boom, multiple boom. back. Well, surgeries. you know, the Special Olympics golf section oh, has just day. gotten <laughs> way more competitive. <laughs> I'm gonna be the first to say it. I am ready to see Tiger Woods. Woo. The Special Olympics PGA Tour. Yeah. Man, but it just gave me like flashbacks because just a year ago we had Kobe like, crashing his helicopter. So it just gave me flashbacks when oh, I first saw the when I saw the breaking news. I was like, oh my god! Like it showed up on my phone. Like, oh, Tiger Woods gets into a cracks. And I was like, oh no! Please it's surprising don't tell me. it wasn't TMZ how we found out. Shush. I remember what a couple years ago when he won his first major in like years. Yeah, he was I, making a comeback. I was so happy. I was like, oh, here he comes. Like back back to normalcy. At least we get Tiger back type of thing. You know. Yeah, you thought you were gonna, he was going to hit, like, a second prime, kind of? Maybe, like, like a late season. Yeah, like, yeah like, late. like the old man game. Yeah, like a Brady type of deal. You know? Wrecking fools. That's what I was hoping was going to happen. Yeah. Because exactly. uh, yeah. golf sucks without Tiger Woods. I don't care what you say. I don't care about Jordan Spieth. I don't care about Finau or any of these dudes, the Swedish dude. Like, golf is not the same without Tiger Woods. Every damn golf game from, like, 2001 to 2013 was Tiger Woods' face on it. So, I mean... Well. Every arcade golf game at the movie theater was Tiger Woods. They were talking about they had numbers of how many golf like golf courses closed when Tiger Woods wasn't playing, like when he fell out of his prime and he wasn't popular anymore. And those numbers are just crazy. Like, this guy was the industry. Like, I'll, we'll never see something like that again. No, seriously, it's man. I mean, it was crazy because the same temperament on a lot of these sports ne- networks, like like Sports Center and ESPN, like the way they were talking about it, it's like they, he died because just because uh, obviously you just said Kobe. this last year, like yeah, we lost Kobe. another legend, we lost Kobe Bryant, and so everyone was talking like he was a big, you know, big staple in the African com- uh, American community, and it's like man, dude, like back to back, and a lot of people were making correlations of it, like oh my gosh, like as if this dude died, but I mean he's alive, thankfully, thank God, so. I just can't wait for them to do like a little Tiger Woods remake movie, like a kind of like a Forty Two type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, be so sick. That'd be cool. Because even though like golf is kind of boring to watch, I love all the golf movies. Yeah. Like Shia LaBeouf, like the greatest game ever played. Ooh, that was uh, a good one. What's the other one? Um, 
Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. That counts. That was they just had their twenty five year yes, anniversary. Yes, sir. And then um, with Beggar Vance. Beggar Vance. The that one was about dirty. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, that was a good one. So we're all dirty. And then uh, to a lesser degree, Space Jam. Oh yeah, it's golf. There was golf in there. They golfed in Space Jam. Michael That's Jordan. True. Michael Jordan got a hole in one. Larry Bird was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Looney Tune Land is in a golf like hole. So I mean. Hey, prayers out to Tiger Woods. Hope he gets better. You're a living legend. Yeah. I'm back on the golf. Have you guys heard of the Puerto Rico Open curse? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this kind of resonates with us because it's right now the person affected by it is Tony Finau. Oh, yeah. Tongan uh, golfer. Yeah, and yeah. I guess the Puerto Rico curse is since 2008 is when the Puerto Rico Open started. Since then... Anyone who's won it, oh shit. <laughs> Spank your kids over here. Hit me. <laughs> Anyone who's won it, uh, they've never won another major open. Except for one guy. His name was, let's see, Michael Bradley. He won the 2009, and then I think he won again in 2011 in Puerto Rico. But that's the only person who's ever, and Tony Finau won it like three years ago. That's probably the only open he'll ever win. Oh, that's the only major he'll ever win. Is. He's supposed to be like the next Tiger. Really? Yeah, they everyone's been saying like Oh, for now? Yeah, since it's for like 10 years now, they're like this guy could be the next Tiger. Well, I mean, that he beat Tiger for a major once. I'm almost positive he did. Must have been the Puerto Rico Open. <laughs> has Tiger ever won the Puerto Rico Open? No. Um, has yeah. it competed in it? Like, yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Golf is so hard. It, yeah, I think I've never golfed, but just like trying to imagine I, how to how would I hit this little ass ball to this little hole 500 yards away? Yeah. And I have three hits. Me and Stuart were okay growing up because we, we golfed when we were little kids. Like, But, again, we only golfed because Tiger Woods was, you know, super popular. But um, he made Putting the most boring. Putting on for mixed kids everywhere. Yeah, he made the most boring sport in the world cool. And, yeah, he's like Michael Jordan for sure of, of golf. Absolutely. I don't think – I know everybody likes to talk about Jack Nicklaus, but Jack Nicklaus played for a long, long time. We're talking decades. And he this guy was winning his majors like – you know, over the years. And this guy Tiger with most of his in like a 10, 12-year span of time. No, exactly. So, I mean, that's a GOAT. So, prayers up to him, man. I hope he gets better. I <sighs> hope he gets better. We need you better, bud. He's probably done playing, but I hope he just heals up. He can walk again. Jeez. Seriously. Any other, like other news, sports news, like are we going through right now? I mean, college basketball is going into their playoffs right now. You already know. March Madness. March Madness. Got my boys, the Zags. Zags. We out here. Good Zags. You know, they are ranked? still undefeated. Ooh. Are they number one? Yes, sir. And it's not even close. But oh. It's not even close. Yeah, they're a real solid team. They have uh they're led by Phenom freshman Jalen Suggs. I don't know if Jalen Suggs. If you've heard about him, he was a five-star basketball and football recruit. No way. Won All-American for both as well. Wow. Uh, and decided to play basketball. And he was the number one. He's the highest recruit Gonzaga's ever got. So he's about to be really? a one-and-done for sure. But this one, fuck, take us to the chip, boy. Because I think it was, what, 2016 where we played, or maybe 17, where we played the Tar Heels in the championship and we yes. lost. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. But our team's very solid. We got him, Corey Kispert. On the wing, this guy's nasty. He just gets buckets like Get any single way. And then we have Drew Timmy. He's the big. And some role players. Uh, 
some guy named Ajayi. I want to say Jay Ajayi, but it's not Jay Ajayi. <laughs> it's his cousin. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because Mike, you graduated from Gonzaga and Gonzaga. And the crazy thing was, if you guys don't know much about Gonzaga, it's Gonzaga, not Gonzaga, first of all. But that is a tiny community in the middle of nowhere. And these guys consistently perform in, you know, the March Madness tournament. These guys do better than UW, they do better at Wazoo, all these D1 schools. And they always make it to like Sweet 16, sometimes better. Um, I remember when I was in Texas a couple years ago, you guys played in the finals. Yep. That was dope to watch. And then got yes. smack smacked by UNC. It wasn't a smacking. It was, <laughs> it was a really good game. And ah, there was a lot of questionable calls. Like they would let them play through, but they wouldn't let us play through. Like I'm like, come, come on. They're like the Tar Heels. Yeah. There was... And they had lost the year before yeah. by a buzzer beater from, I think, I can't even remember, like a big school. Yeah, you guys are, it's weird to call Gonzaga an underdog school. No, like we're not an underdog not, school anymore. But you, sh- like, like you should be based upon, you know, the size of your school. You guys play in the WAC. I think in the last, no, no we're in the West Coast Conference. We're in the West Coast Conference. respect on it. My fault, my fault, my fault. But they're pretty <laughs> whack, too. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, Let's see. The best team other than us is St. Mary's. Oh, St. Vincent, St. Mary's. St. Mary's, yeah. They they put people in the league like Matthew Dellavedova. They do. St. Mary's is another sneaky. You know, Mashallah Ali went to St. Mary's? The really? actor. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who exactly you're talking about. Yeah, he went to St. Mary's. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. He's actually going to play Blade here. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. There we go. The most perfect cast. I mean, yeah, he looks exactly like. Yeah, he looks just like uh, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Less yeah. lips, that's it, I would say. <laughs> Other than that. And Mahershala is a freaking incredible actor. So, I mean, he's a better actor than Wesley Snipes. No, hey, no disrespect to Wesley Snipes. That man ruled the 90s. But, yeah, he's a better actor. <laughs> I think. And with all the technology we have right now, those movies are going to be perfect, I, I believe. So, I don't know how they're going to integrate. The cap. Stop the cap right now, LJ. Stop the mm-hmm. cap. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, the original Blade movies were dope. Yeah, I, mean, I liked all three oh, of yeah. them. No, the acting was, was terrible. I was just wanting to say stop the cap. It, it was, was just a little cheesy. It was really Deacon cheesy. Deacon Frost. <laughs> yeah, Deacon Frost. Yeah, man. It's but crazy. I, it'd be dope to have a Blade and um, Deadpool crossover. Yeah, or I like any they're, they're, they're talking that right now. Because like, oh. he they're is actually, a Marvel character. Yeah. Or like him and Punisher. I think that, Ooh, would, that'd be that would be a good combo because, you know, Punisher's not OP. No, he's not. He's not OP in any way. Like, he's just mentally all there. Like, he's just a fucking killer. He's kind of like Batman. Yeah. And then he has gadgets. Yeah, yeah. Like Batman. Yeah, this is just a dog. Except he kills people. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> Batman's a bitch. He don't kill nobody. I mean, the new Batman. Depending on what... Uh, Robert you... Pattinson looks like he almost killed somebody in that trailer. He broke dude's arm. Hell yeah, bad. De- and depending on what universe... That could get infected. And <laughs> he could like, the, um, the one... I mean, depending on what Batman you're talking about. Because in what universe... Because the Batman that's that laughs, like he started off, he killed the Joker. So you know, oh, the killing joke. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but that, but see, he killed, and that's what broke him. Yeah. And so now I'm just saying. I mean, I love that like fan theory that Batman is actually the Joker, because he got like sent back in time, and then he comes out of this like little alley, right, and he runs into his parents, his parents, and his younger self. And he, while he was in this random building, before he got out there, he just threw on a trench coat, and in the trench coat is a gun. And then this guy, like, slowly realizes, like, what's going on, and he's the one that has to kill He has to. His parents. Or else he doesn't become Batman. Yeah, and he can't, like, save the world, like, several times over. Need so, trauma. Yeah. So anyways, he goes over, kills his parents, and then in his freaking trauma, runs off 
into like some random warehouse, falls into acid, and then he realizes that he's the Joker, which is why the Joker's always laughing at Batman. He's like, ah, you're dumb. I know something you don't know type of thing. So... Yeah, I know the the fan, freaky. the fan theories when it comes to like especially Batman because they even saying that uh, the Joker was a kid that fell through a, a the ocean or something or some sea and um, died. I don't know. It's just some really crazy theories. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Batman. <laughs> I was trying to think of one and I forgot. So, but there's a lot of. Fan I mean, theories. there's multiple universes in both Marvel and DC. So like, yeah. literally anything is possible. They have like, uh, I've I've read like Batman comics. Where this guy rode a fucking horse. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of Batman is this? Everyone has cars and this dude still rocks a horse. They had a Batman comic where instead of Bruce Wayne surviving, his dad survived. Yeah. And so then his dad this becomes a super hardened killer type Batman. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, man, because, okay, I'm going to just be very transparent on all our listeners. There's a there's an account on TikTok that always talks about theories, and I always thought it was super corny because a lot of it was a stretch. But I do have to say, there was one I saw on TikTok. And it's a Disney movie. Everyone knows Moana, right? Come on. Come on. Come on. Very proud because there's a Polynesian. You're welcome. You know, that's, yeah, you're welcome. But, uh, so there's this theory about uh, Moana that Moana, so the whole movie's about her in the afterlife. Like, literally, when that storm that happened, Moana actually died. And Maui is actually the guardian to lead her into the afterlife because, uh, was it Tavaka or whatever it's called? What's uh, Tafiti? Tafiti. It's heaven. In, in that language. Interesting. And so the theory is saying that she died in when that crash happened in the storm and that Maui's leading her to the afterlife, which is Tafiti. You're welcome. Oh, speaking of uh, Moana, I want to give a big shout out to Chuck because one of the main characters in that movie is the god, the demigod Maui. Yes, and sir. That actor is Ch- Uncle, Uncle Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Thanks, Uncle. And shout out Chuck because he just sent us The Rock's Terramana tequila. It's a reposado, and it's pretty bomb. Made in Jalisco, of all places. Same. Oh, shout we out were, to Kendall. No, <laughs> we just talked about Kendall last week. So this guy, Chuck, decided to send us the Rock tequila as a uh, better alternative. Oh, better. To, uh, to uh, the Calabasas tequila. So we're excited. We want to taste this, crack this open here in a minute. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Chuck. Yeah, we'll make a video about that and post it on our Instagram. Yes, so. sir. Skis. You'll see it. Yeah, tequila's pretty good. Yeah, oh, excuse me. We're usually like you know Jameson and gin type of people, but tequila, yes, tequila when you're partying is pretty good. Especially St. Patty's Day coming up. It is coming up. March seventeenth. Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's just man, we got. I'm saving it. I'm saving for that Irish whiskey for that oh, wow. day. It's funny because like the other holiday that's kind of in the same boat for me, different cultures. So no disrespect, but like St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo are both kind of just excuses for me to drink more. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth, though. You know. Like on St. Patrick's Day, I'm like, oh, cool, let's go do some like Cinco Irish de Drinko. type of. You what know, did St. Patrick even do? Let's find out. I have no idea. St. Patrick, uh, it's enlightening uh, some fools. Yeah, enlightening some fools. St. Patrick. So, what's your go to drink for Cinco de Mayo, Jay? Uh, Patron. Anejo. Anejo de Patron. That sounds great. Then yeah. Corona. Of course. Of course. Gotta... He is the patron saint of Ireland. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Straight Ireland. No squad, bro. That's awesome. Remember back in the day, do? every St. Patrick's Day, I was super excited because we would watch that freaking Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. On yeah. Disney Channel. And that was a, that was a that throwback. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. The grandpa was a chip maker? Yeah. yeah. He said, one day I just cut the potato a little too thin. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and made potato chips. <laughs> that was you know? good. That was good. I was that like, was actually Ooh. really good. I love Irish culture, man. These guys are these guys are beasts, they man. The gold. Their story here in the United States is pretty nuts too. So these Ooh. guys, Irish. Yeah. They hate on them too. These guys were second class citizens for a they long time. They helped build America with the Chinese. Really did. Really yeah. did. And did. speaking of Chinese, did you know we've been talking about this a couple episodes? The Uyghurs in China have been getting hated on super tough. Tough. And uh, Ch- Canada recently, I think today, said that they are acknowledging it as a genocide. And, you know, that's actually really big, I think, because who else is standing up to China right now? China just no uses their uh, billion dollars, like all their people, like their market. Yeah. They, like, leverage that against other countries. So... It's just refreshing to see someone finally stand up to them. And, of course, China's like, nuh-uh. It's not genocide. Come look. Come look. We'll clean it up before you get here. I cleaned my room. I've I've heard this story, China, a thousand times. I've said it. Well, I remember the Beijing Olympics. They had all those displaced families where they built, you know, Olympic City, basically. Yeah. And when they built the stadium, they built it on top of, like, whole neighborhoods. And they just kick these guys out. Like, I don't know where you're going to go, but you can't stay here Figure it out. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah. That's communism. And that's another thing about the Olympics. When's the Olympics now? The summer games. Mm, It's supposed to be this year? It's supposed to be 2022. We're supposed to have a winter one in 2020. Yeah, we're supposed to have a winter one. And it's supposed to be 2021 now, but Japan's like, we don't want to. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a good look right now. Let's let's figure out the world and then... Worry about the the games. Like, we're trying to compete in a sport. We're trying to compete against COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's another crazy thing is like most of these countries that host the Olympics, they, they don't have the infrastructure to keep those stadiums and those fields like. Yeah, it's just a maintain. one-time thing. Yeah. So they just sit there. They spend all this money. People come and go. And they're just like, wow, we just spent all this money for absolutely nothing. So I mean, I just, they make a lot of money, too. So yeah, but a lot of it goes out because the, the Olympic Federation, whatever you call them, they, they rob these people. So, I mean, it's not like they got a lot of money coming in. That's like a one-time deal. I mean, enough to want them to come. Like, you're bidding for that. People who get that bid, they fucking juiced. Like, if you go to Greece, where they have the games over there in Athens, all those places are just overgrown. They don't use it. It's just dead. Yeah, but Greece sucks. Like, they were in a fucking recession for a long time. Like, their money's fucking worthless. I just feel like... That's not the Olympics' fault. I know it sucks to say, but I feel like the Olympics should just be hosted in countries that have, like, sports infrastructure, yeah. like countries that have leagues and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Because they already have this stuff. Why like, don't they just do it in Athens every year where it originally was? Yeah, that'd be dope. Well, that just makes I the think most sense. I don't remember. I remember Except watching. for winter, I guess. They do the winter ones yeah. in whatever. I guess everyone's like, oh, I want to I do my mountains. I want to. Do them in Russia. Yeah. yeah, I I, I got to look at I want to hold on. You guys keep talking. Let me look this up because I yeah. want to say I want to say the exact place. Because when the games were here in the United States, LA, like, shit was I easy. Mean, but yeah, because we have hella stadiums. In yeah, like all the college stadiums, all the pro stadiums. Like we didn't have to build anything. Like they just show up. Like yeah, where are we, we gonna have, have it? hotels? Everything yeah. was all set. We have Disneyland there. We're you ain't packing up Disneyland like that. That's so sick. That's so sick. I miss that though, man. Like all those people there. Disneyland was cutting deals for tickets. People were getting Disneyland for like 10 bucks. <laughs> they were like during COVID. I read a story about this guy. Oh, this TikTok channel. I think it's a YouTube channel, but he posts TikTok clips. He interviews people that went to jail. And this guy bought Disney tickets and then found out he couldn't go and then sold them and got arrested <laughs> really? for selling the Disney tickets. What? And he had to do like five years. 
I was like, what? Are you serious? Yes. Weird. I was like, is that, is that really all he did? <laughs> so you can't resell Disney tickets? I guess not. Of yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You're really going to press me, Disney, for 200 bucks? I don't so know how strange. much Disney tickets are these days, but really, too? Like, I can't imagine it's less than $1,000, we'll say. Mm. I know I like Costco because they always have deals on, like, universal tickets and Disney tickets and stuff like that. And you can go there and get, like, the 48-hour like tickets, yeah, and then you can use them for like two years. So I looked this up because I saw this on a YouTube video talking about like countries that had the Olympics that literally built these arenas for it, and they, they were only going to be there for one time during the. So one of them was uh, Sarajevo, which is in Bosnia. Yeah, they like obviously taxed the crap out of the people of the city yeah. to build this, and it's abandoned to this day. Oh like, yeah, no one. It's like it's sad because like yeah, the Olympics are a huge thing because this is like country against country, yada yada yada. But the thing is like people have to spend money for it to be used, and they're just now abandoned. Like it, even in Munich, yeah, but there was probably like five people who got like who did so much coke with all the money they made. Yeah, probably for like five, just five individuals who made all the money from that. But you know they had to. Finance it somehow, so yeah. gotta call on them taxpayers. Olympics is crazy because you got stuff like sports, like swimming, right? Right. Not a lot of countries have swimming pools, and so like a lot of countries won't be competitive, or they won't even have swimmers. It's just or they like come to the U.S. A lot of countries come, come train here. here. Train. It's just really interesting. Like I know, like the um, what do you call it the Jamaican track team. They train here in the United States. Yeah. Miami, L.A. So I mean, they should make remake Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. I love that movie. Yeah, man. Walk one. Let's go bobsled. Another great sports movie, man. Yeah, it was a great, Let's great let one. sports movie. I just watched all the Mighty Ducks. Oh, so good. You know they're coming out with another one? No way. Yeah. Why? It's yeah. Uh, it's pretty dumb, but it's just like they're trying to bring it back. Who's their coach? What's the... I forgot his name. But... He has a brother, too. I don't, I don't remember his name, but... Yeah, it was oh, great. that's Emilio Estevez. That's yeah, Emilio Estevez. And there his brother is Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes no sense. Is it because of their actor names? No, they're half-brothers. Yeah. Like, they're both of their dads are the older Sheen, the one that used to be in the West Wing. I yeah. Guess. But they have different moms, I guess. It's just funny because we're supposed to believe that in the Mighty Ducks movies that Emilio Estevez was, like, a potential hockey star. But he's, like, 5'6", five, 5'7", five, tiny as hell. I'm like, this dude's Go through their legs. It's like 140 I don't know what fucking went. a hockey body is supposed to be looking like. It's, it's like 6'1", like 6'2". Yeah. It's like a little bigger. It's like the average. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's like, those six people that are 6'8", are already tall enough. Just imagine them on skates. You're just like, uh. He's seven foot tall. Yeah. That's the guy that plays for, uh, the guy that plays for uh, the Penguins. He's like 6'8". It's mm -hmm. like, why? <laughs> yeah, but. a big stick, like. Seriously. Damn. It's funny, though. The Mighty Ducks is the only movie I ever watched in hockey that made me want to play hockey. But there's no other, like, hockey movies. I don't really know if I can think of any right now. There's the one about the Olympic team. Oh, yeah, the, like, Dream. What yeah. do they call it? Dream. I think it's called, I never it's called Dream. Dream. I actually like love the cartoon Mighty Ducks, even though it was really corny. It was really good. But, yeah, the Dream. The when, actual Ducks. When they won against Russia, right? Yeah. It's, like, the biggest upset in history, apparently. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. 80, yeah. 94, I think. Nine, yeah, 94. There's a million basketball movies. This is a dope conversation, though. What's the best? We'll just stick with American sports movies. What's the best movie for every sport? American sport. All right. Um, let's we'll start with football. Start with football, yeah. There's Remember, a lot me, of good. There's a lot you, of good I'll just tell you mine. I'm, I'm like, any given Sunday, I really love that movie. I grew up on care. that movie. 
you can find me, but this is what no one can change my mind. Remember, the Titans will always be my favorite. Facing the Giants. <laughs> Facing <laughs> the Giants. I hated that movie. I had to watch it so many times. Stuart loved that part at the end of the championship. Stonewall! Yeah. Stonewall! I was like, damn, this little Christian school league. These guys are trash. I was like, I'll work all these guys. <laughs> yeah! Like, hey, 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 we're pulling on that guy. What about the blind guys, <laughs> like the blind side? Was it, was cool. it was all right. But Michael Orr had so many things to say about yeah, it. He was like, man, y'all made me out to be like a special kid or yeah. something. Man, what the heck? Like, bro, I, he was like, I was an animal as soon as I touched the oh, field. Yeah. And he oh, was. Yeah. They showed his film and they're like, yeah, this makes no sense. It's a <laughs> movie. Like, yeah. they had to hype it up. It's Hollywood. Yeah. So, Stu, yours, remember the Titans? Remember the Titans? Movie? Michael Chores. Uh, Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. I also like, it's a close second, Friday Night Lights. Oh, those are both solid. But... I think just that like Al Pacino scene. But I love the fact I know I like as athletes this is stupid, but I like the fact that they lost at the end of Friday Night Lights and you just show that anguish, you know? Yeah, like, Cause you, like uh, Yeah. Cause you like you don't win every time. And that's a state title like Texas game. So like the fact that like they showed them losing was like it really sticks with you, you know? Cause Friday Night Lights, right? Is what you're talking about? Yeah, Friday yeah. Night Lights. Cause in every other like damn sports movie they fucking win at the end. So I mean that's pretty sick. Well, well, not not remember the Titans. About, um, not remember the Titans. They did lose someone. They I lost also as like a funnier yeah. movie. Uh, the longest yard. Yeah, you just took mine. Longest <laughs> yard mine. or the replacements. Those two are heck of funny, bro. Was tight. I like was Shane Falco. Shane yeah. Falco. It was so like funny. That like that. The uh, longest yard was dope. You know, it's weird that like, Keanu Reeves looks younger now than he did in that movie. Weird, huh? It's very strange. You know what's also crazy? He's a vampire, maybe? maybe. Longest yard. You know the what's his name? Um, something. What's the old guy's name in Longest Yard? Oh, Burt Reynolds was Burt Reynolds the old. Was the main character the in the that OG. Adam Sandler was, and yeah. it's just like, dude, the lo- that's so dope. The longest yard is my favorite, man, because you got Deacon Moss, who's played by uh, the Cowboys receiver. Yeah. What's uh, his name? Um, Irwin. Uh, Irvine. Michael Irvin. Irvine. Yeah. Irvine. Yeah. And you got all these dope ass actors, and like Nelly plays a running back. It's just Which she Chris was, Rock. I broke in my nose. She was a uh, high school football star at running back, so it's kind of yeah. cool seeing people relive their their glory days. Oh, so what about cool. um the one with the Rock? What was that one called? Oh, the Game Plan. The Game Plan. No, oh, no, 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 no. no. Um, uh, Where he's the like oh, coach. Oh, uh, things, uh, Gridiron Game. Gridiron Game. That was good. That's shout out to the Rock. Shout out to the Rock. I was thinking about like, man, there's one with like these kids where they're. Big ass Simone kid. What is that one? <laughs> yeah, no. So that's why I didn't like. That's not in my top five. Because why did the Simone dude have to get smacked literally in the first one? He's the biggest and dude. Get injured. To get hurt. He's Bro, soft. Get out. He's soft. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's in the fucking in the pen. <laughs> and it is like those corny moments where they had him come in on the last game of the season and they had him go at fullback yeah, and knock two. I was like, that's super corny, bro. Okay, so oh, oh shit! There's a lot of good football ones, like I said. Invincible, I say, yeah, good. I was just gonna say Invincible was tight. Mark Wahlberg, that's a real true story. I know. Rudy was a good movie. Oh, Rudy, Rudy that's inspiring that's as fuck. Hell yeah. And then you know, nostalgia one, uh, the Little Giants. The, oh, oh yeah, yeah. About that one. You can the Ice Icebox, yeah, Icebox, clean, clean, clean. It was dope. Okay. Yeah, those movies are dope. Um, okay, let's go basketball. Basketball, ooh. Shout out to all my lady hoopers out there loving basketball. Ooh, it's a classic. Beautiful. It's a classic. Mike, so as a hooper, bro, that was like like everyone's every like, yeah. love story. Yeah, every not, girl. not me. Every but girl like, hooper. hoopers though. Like, yeah, bro. like if yeah, if you were into hooper chicks, I didn't have a lot of selection at Evergreen. I'll tell you what, they yeah. kind of were bums. I'll like the best what. person on the team was my sister. So yeah. <laughs> no, she was dope. shout out to Brianna, and that's Brianna's favorite is loving basketball. 
She loved Adam every girl. Hooper was their favorite. She was on her MySpace. They wanted. They wanted. I <laughs> the just background with life. them holding the ball. Yeah. And see that she shit. was on her MySpace. She I remember was that. Horny. Um, but I remember. Hey, but there were some good actors in there. There were like, um, what's his name? The guy, the Allstate that, guy. Yeah, I don't even know his name. Quincy's dad. Yeah, Quincy's dad. Q. But uh, yeah, she looked bad though. The main girl in that movie, she looked so bad when she like when when they do the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. And she's in high school. She's like wearing her jersey and shit. She looks fucking dope. I'm like, man. In the Sparks jersey? Yeah. No, 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 not the Sparks jersey. In her high school jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Crenshaw yeah, High yeah, School, yeah. wherever they went. Yeah, didn't she play for the Sparks? Yeah, I guess the story went on. The story went on. Yeah. Because yeah. he went to USC and tore his ACL, and then he didn't play in the league. Honestly, my knee hurt on that scene. I was like, <laughs> I tore my ACL, by the way, for those of you uh, The Six Man. Six Man's dope. Six, Six Man's tight. It takes, it, it takes place at UW. Yeah. So that's Crazy. tight. And it has. Marlon Wayans, yes. or the Wayans brothers. My uh, my favorite, well, all time favorite basketball movie was uh, Coach Carter. Was my oh. favorite movie. These are solid. Picks. I think actually my all time favorite is Like Mike. Like Mike, yeah. you cannot deny Like Mike. Like Mike you was tight. Like, it got worse quick. than number two, but number one definitely was. Yeah, it was a classic. He said basketball is my, my favorite, favorite sport. sport. <laughs> I've never tripping up and down the court. A little bow wow, man. But he like totally stole that from another song. Did he? Yeah, because it was in 2K, and then I was like, what? Interesting. Is this? I was like, did they take this from Bow Wow? Okay, no, it's actually from the like 70s. <laughs> Dude, and I wanted those J's, man. I know. Nice. I was like, man, every time I put on a pair of J's, I would yeah. say that shit. Make me like Mike. Yeah, <laughs> man. Iconic. I am Mike. Make, yes. Make me like Mike. <laughs> Make them like Mike Because everyone hates me <laughs> <laughs> My favorite basketball movie Ever Glory Road Glory Road Oh yeah. That was a good one About uh Was it Where were they from They were from Texas, Texas. right? It was like yeah. Texas Southern Yeah, yeah. And oh so yeah, it was, it was Texas. Southern. It's about the first All black basketball team To play in college basketball Yeah that coach was What's his That actor's dope one of Wasn't my, he the guy from uh, Remember the Titans too? No. No, no 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 But he was Oh was it um What's that guy's name? I don't remember. But fun fact, so Tech Southern, uh, they started five black players in the finals, and they played against Kentucky, and Kentucky's been good for the entirety of fucking college basketball. But the best player on Kentucky's team, Pat Riley. Pat Riley. And he played against them in the finals, and that's just crazy. So Pat Riley probably has low-key racist foundations. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know? That's a little tough. It, it makes you realize that this show Or maybe he was though. the progressive one on the team. He might have been. He might have been. He's like, you know what? I'm going to win some championships. Because we all know when you're between the lines, if you're good, it don't matter where you came from. It don't matter if you're freaking black, white, brown. Like, this dude, he's a monster. You can't deny it. So, yeah, Glory Road. We had Coach Carter and then like Mike. Like Mike. I know it's cheesy because it was a Disney movie. But there's two Disney movies that came and into Space play. Space Jam. <laughs> hey, Space Jam. Came, oh, frick, you can't forget that. Oh, we already mentioned Space Jam. But, um, bro, but it's those two movie Disney now. movies, like uh, Double Take. That was, was, eight, it was really eight. dope. Ooh. I thought it was cool. You know, wanna... that, that move, like, okay, I've seen a breakdown of that last scene where she busts her little move yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And literally, it's impossible. It's yeah. <laughs> There's fucking eight seconds yeah. left. She busts the move, takes four seconds, then does a dribble. That's two seconds. Then passes. That's two more. Like, yeah, that's eight seconds. Like, it's, yeah. it's gone. Yeah, she ran it out. She ran and then the, the last one was the half-court press or whatever. Yeah, with the Jewish, Jewish school. school. Yeah. Like, that was dope. So it was corny, and obviously, like, it's like, what the full-court press? Yeah. <laughs> the, like, Maccabees. Yeah, the Maccabees. The Maccabees. <laughs> I just died. I was like, there's some good basketball movies. What about High School Musical? Does that count as a basketball movie? Dude, and ever, ever. 
Hey, Troy Bolton, Bolton was the man. Right? Yeah, Troy he won the high school championship for uh, New Mexico. <laughs> Albuquerque, man, shout out. Don't ever, ever desecrate basketball like that. Hey, put respect on Troy Bolton nah, and uh, Nah, bro, we, and Corbin Blue. Like, yo, we're are, all in this together, guys. De- definitely take your head out of the game. All right, we don't know. That's the best Absolutely. backcourt in basketball. Get the hell out of here. No, <laughs> hell no, man. Screw high school musical. All right, so what about? Baseball. Oh, let me go. I want my favorite. I'll tell you, I'm yeah, my favorite. My favorite, favorite. Angels in the outfield. Was my yeah, yeah, you're right. Come it on, is yours. We, that used is to, yours. we used to watch it all the time, bro. Yeah, you love Angels that in the outfield. That movie was just so fire, bro. Yeah. I'm going to watch it tonight before I go to bed. I freaking love that movie. I liked uh, Major League. That was good. The one with Charlie Sheen yep. and the, oh, the catcher. But I think my favorite one would have to be uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Where he, gets, he puts the ring on and he just. Throws fucking gas. They're like, oh shit. I was like, dang. Okay, I have two actually. I have two. So I have uh, Angels in the Outfield and then 42. Oh, 42 is dope. I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy. With uh, Jackie Robinson. Rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman. Oh, yeah. I think. He did such a great job. I'd say the rookie is mine. Oh, that was good. Yeah, about that. The, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Oh, man. He like, so good. He it made, was a true story, too. It was a true story. He made it to the majors, and he was like in his 40s, washed up, uh, but he still had a rocket launcher on his shoulder. So this guy got in there, and he was yeah, just Yeah, because he's hauling that hay, bro. He's out yeah. here just You like, know, the thing is, your arm only has a certain amount of fucking throws in it. Like, like you probably have like a million throws or something. So in that movie, I was like, "Dang, he probably took hell of time off, so his arm's still Gucci." Yeah, for sure. Whereas like people who keep throwing for their whole lives, like they tear their shit up by thirty. So I just love the scenes because he's he ends up coaching high school football in his hometown, like this tiny town in like Texas, and he's like pitching for the kids, and they're like sitting there. These are like high school kids about to go play in college, and it's hurting their hands. They're just like, "Damn, what the hell, coach? This old man's like killing my hand." But yeah, it was dope. I love that movie. So what else we got left? We got hockey. Oh, back to basketball. I like Air Bud, too. Oh, yeah, Air Bud. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fire, bro. Fire. Because I was just thinking, like, oh, what other – maybe a soccer movie. I was just like, oh, there's an Air Bud soccer movie. There's yeah. an Air Bud football movie. Yeah. There's an Air Bud for every sport. All right. So we kind of covered all – I mean, we covered hockey already. There's not that many hockey movies outside the Mighty Ducks and A soccer movie? Like, I can only think of, like, Bend It Like Beckham. And soccer is like Shanghai soccer, bro. Oh, that was lit. Shaolin, Shaolin soccer. Sorry, yeah, Shanghai yeah. Shaolin soccer, bro. That was nuts, bro. It got mid. Like as much as you know, it's like bro, it's corny, but it was like Logie kind of fire. Nah, I mean that, yeah, that guy made the uh, what's that movie, Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, Kung yeah, Fu yeah. Hustle. About, he's about to make a sequel. That nice. movie slaps. Oh, I watched a really cool movie lately. I don't know. You guys have Amazon? Yeah, yep. Amazon okay, Prime. So. Have you seen Guns Akimbo? No. It is tight. It's with Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Really? Okay, so here's a little premise. There's this website. Like, the world's... It's like now times, I guess, and everyone's fucking addicted to their phone, whatever, whatever. But there's this website that, like... It's like a battle royale with two people, and, like, they have drones flying around capturing all the moments, and they're trying to kill each other. Whoever... And it's just like this girl's the best one. Her name's Nix. And Daniel Radcliffe is on the ch- like people go on the streams and just talk shit and troll and shit. And that's what Daniel Radcliffe did. And he got a message from the admin like, "Oh, you better stop 
or we're going to come get you. And he was like, put your dick in a blender. <laughs> they fucking came to his house, drugged him up, and drilled two guns to his hands. Like, he can't do... Like, he can't do anything. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. You got to watch it. I won't reveal any more, but... That sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's <laughs> it funny. Sounds painful, but... Yeah, and he can't even, like, put his pants on because he's afraid he's about to shoot his dick off. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, it's great. It's you great. guys got any... Okay, so last on the sports movies, alternative sports. So, like, movies that are, like, not really sports movies, but, yeah, kind of sports movies. It could be, like, Pong or... Anything. You know? I mean, I loved. I, I think we talked about if you. I think if you either a season ago or two seasons ago, we talked about like Brink was a great sports movie. Oh, Brink's dope. Like just extreme sports. You had like uh, what's some other ones? Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. I don't know. That's kind of a baseball, baseball movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's kind yeah, of baseball. Movie. Movie. So I mean, they're just they're just movies that like didn't really make that kind of cut, but but similar like style. You yeah. Know? You guys ever see basketball? Oh, of course. <laughs> That's a class. Yeah. That's the perfect alternative. That's a, yeah, it's like, geez, is this even a sport? <laughs> I think my also, uh, Beer Olympics. Beer Olympics is dope. Yeah. Beer Olympics is dope. I like Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said ping pong. That made me think yeah, it's ping pong. It's ping pong. Yeah, and then, oh, uh, uh, what's it? What's it with the one with um, the ice skating one? <laughs> oh, Blades oh, of Glory. Blades of Glory, glory bro. Come on. You got to. Hey, man. Balls of Fury, Blades of Glory. The number one for me, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, gotta be yes. the best. <laughs> yes. I love that movie. I could quote that movie for days. Dip, dog, dip. <laughs> the five D's of yeah, Dodgeball. Five D's Dodgeball. I didn't even, even know. Yeah, if you're getting hit, you're out. <laughs> yeah. If you get hit with a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah, that was what? Like... Boom, right, right in the forehead. Bro. Yeah, man. Athletics so engraved in our culture, man. Honestly, like, people say that sports are dumb. Like, Nothing has moved the needle in this country for social justice like athletics and music. Yep. Not a single thing. That's culture right there. Like, you got all these white kids back in the 50s, like, dancing to black music. You got all these people, like, wanting to be like Mike, you know, marketable, like, black faces, you know, kind of push the needle forward. Yeah. So, like, that's what a lot of these movies showed. You're just like, damn, these guys, this heart right here, these are people at the end of the day. For real. So, we should, if we're going to glorify. These people, then we should also love these people. <laughs> love. Love them. From Michael Fiso. I Mike, you always end all these conversations you. with, we need to all just love each other. For real. It's the truest it's the truest story. Like, right okay, whenever I meet somebody, I'm always really intrigued, like, just learning all about them. And usually within, like, the first five minutes, I can tell, like, if I fuck with you, then you're, yeah, you're real people, man. But even if I don't fuck with you, I will still try to meet you halfway, try and, like, at least explain why I see things the way I do. Yeah, empathy. Yeah, so I was, I, yeah, shit's crazy. Open your heart. That's why I get along with most people. I mean, like you said, you just meet people where they live and try to empathize, you know? Right. Even people you super disagree with, right? Like, I see these people, like, politics was kind of crazy in the past few years. And a lot of people that I really disagree with, I'm like, why does this person believe the way he does, nice. right? Because as long as, like, we, we're sitting in our home, we're like, yo, like, our culture and the way we were raised, like, took brought us to think a certain way. So, like, what in their lives made them think the way they're thinking, you know? I got a conversation with this kid in Texas, and he's a white kid from South Carolina. And I don't know how we got on this conversation. We had, like, a 30-minute break, and they the Black Panthers got it brought up. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a hate group. That's their terrorists, you know? And I'm sitting there like... 
you own guns, bro? He's like, yeah, I own guns. I was like, cool, you've been hunting for your whole life. He's like, yeah, my dad taught me. My mom hunts. We all hunt. I was like, cool, what if somebody walked in your house right now and just dragged your mom out by her hair and, like, hung her up on the tree in your front yard? And then when you go to the police, they arrest you for lying. So what would you do? He's like, I don't know. It's like, I'd probably use my guns and get my family together. I was like, don't you think that's what the Black Panthers were doing, maybe? You know, when the law didn't fight for them, they decided to, like, band together and fight for themselves, make their own schools, make their own police. Because they're like, you know what? These people don't like us, you know? I'm tired of, like, begging these people the power in this country to do something for me, so I'm going to just do it for myself. Yeah. And then he kind of looked at me. He was like, huh. You know, and it just takes conversations like that, like, one at a time. You just have these conversations with people. And like, do you know anything about Black Wall Street? Yeah, you know. Be like, do you know, they never taught us this in no, school. No, they did not. They probably definitely us. didn't teach it in your school. No. <laughs> they did not teach us about Black Wall Street in school. Did they not tell you also about what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Back when they had the... That's the same That's thing. Black Wall Street. Yeah. That's Black Wall Street? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know that was the title for it. Yeah, it's Black Wall Street. Thank you for informing me, because I yeah. didn't know that. They were starting their own... They were start, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, they were starting their own, basically, Wakanda Bro, yeah. over there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And all these people came in, all these white people came <clears> in and destroyed the town. They killed everybody. Like, bombed them. Like, they just okay. destroyed it. If you want to catch a glimpse, uh, check out the first episode of The Watchmen. They do a real oh. good job of them. And like, I I had no... I knew what it was, but I didn't know to the extent yeah. of which it was. And it's I think graphic. they did a good job demonstrating what possibly went down. Also, Russell Westbrook, NBA player, is releasing a documentary, I think, at the end of the month uh, about the Tulsa riots and That's Black awesome. Wall Street. So yeah. definitely check it out if you're trying to learn more. It was pretty brutal. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> no, while we're on this topic, today is a, sp- a very um, is a day of remembrance and a day of, of reconciliation. Um, today was the day that Ahmaud Arbery was, was killed. Oh, wow. And so, um, you know, rest in peace to the king. I mean, it, what happened to him was unprecedented. It was, uh, it was wrong. It was terrible. Um, but it showed the the inconsistencies in our law and how it took what three months after this, like literally after this date, for them to finally like convict somebody. Yeah. Like good lord, like it was a foreign police officer, yeah. the old man that him and his son that wouldn't killed him. He's a foreign police officer, so you know they protect their own. It's the badge, so like they kept him safe and they didn't even arrest him until it got viral on social media. You know. Yeah. And shout out to because like who they hired to the lawyer they hired to represent them was like. I'm not representing you, but I will send the footage out and he put it on social media and that's how we all found out. So, um, kind of like where everything started last year, right? Like last year, like a lot of this, like that, the George Floyd and it's just like, it was like a catalyst that propelled a lot of the, like the, not the riots, the, like the protests and like just the social divide that was happening in our country. So today we remember Ahmaud Arbery. Um, today was the day he was killed. And so we remember him. I know I had a few friends on Instagram today. They, uh, did a whole mile, mile run for him, like run with a mod. So it was cool. Cool thing. Make sure you stop at a house that's being worked on. That's (laughs) the real secret (laughs) to running with a mod. Yeah. Seriously. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. Leave it to Mike. Leave it to Mike. Mike's all about love and comedy. A lot of love and a lot of You know, of comedy humor. is like the truest form of social critique because yeah. we make you laugh at shit that's not really funny. No. I mean, not we. I say we like I'm a comedian. No, I'm not a comedian. I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but On this podcast. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Like Dave Chappelle does a great job. Bill Burr, he gets real excited. <laughs> I mean, Dave Chappelle did that. He did that one awards ceremony honoring like comedians and stuff. And he brought it up like with a lot of black comedians over the years. 
that they had a lot of fandom and they humanized black people, you know, to a lot of white audiences that they could laugh at this comedy and they laugh at this humor. And a lot of black people felt more empowered that they could feel like some sense of, you know, humor about like a lot of terrible situations. I remember he did that stand up when Barack Obama and Michelle were in the audience and it was just really crazy to watch, you know. And when he was on Saturday night recently, like in the last month or so, that was incredible. He's talking about masks. He cracked that one joke. He was like, how come you, like, all you white people don't like wearing masks? It's like, you wore a mask at the Klan rally? Where's at the grocery store? It was just like, oh, my God. Like, Dave Chappelle could do no wrong. He literally said whatever he wants. Like, he's got that card now. Like, he's incredible. He's a legend. Living legend. Yeah. <clears throat> Favorite comedians, Mike? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You can see. If you know me, just how I talk, you can definitely tell. Like, I watched way too much Dave Chappelle growing up. Now it's on Netflix and oh, actually it's on all streaming services. Yeah. So good for you, Spell Dave. Spell show, spell show. Didn't they take it down? The Spell show. They did for a minute because he asked because he was like, "I'm not getting paid for this." Yeah, so definitely. Fuck that. And then they were like, "We'll just give you a bunch of money." But yo, shout out to Netflix because they really brought his career back because they felt bad and they wanted to make a deal with him. Like, look, you're still Dave Chappelle. You're still a cash cow this of this industry, and we we know Comedy Central did you dirty. We're gonna pay you. Like max as much as we can for your stand-up to have it solely on Netflix, you know. Yeah, it's a great move by them, and just look at where they've come from. Like, now, like I remember OG yeah. Netflix getting DVDs in the mail. I know, that was and then you had to give them back. Yeah, I was like, dang, this sucks. I remember, I went, to, I went over to my friend's house when Netflix like first started coming out, and they would just like open up the TV, and there's always movies on the screen. I'm like, what is this? It's Netflix. Yeah. Like, but, but the thing I liked about the OG Netflix is you could literally get any movie. Oh, yeah. Whereas oh, yeah. when it went online, I, I at first I was hesitant because I was like, this isn't everything. Like, yeah. I need everything. <laughs> yeah, I remember like, I don't know, maybe six years ago, there were trash movies on Netflix. Netflix sucked. There yeah. wasn't any good movies on there. Somewhere in the last like four years or so. They were like, we're going to start putting money and making our own goddamn movies. Yeah. Out. And not everybody wants streaming services. HBO, all these people. like The pandemic really is going to kill like the in-person movie industry because now all these people are just going to drop their movies on streaming services and charge yeah. you like 40 yeah, bucks. HBO's doing that. Yeah. I mean, HBO is pretty cheap, I'd say. It's like 15 bucks a month, so yeah. Yeah. to get a really like I'm excited King Kong is got to be released on that in April, oh, yeah. so. Yeah. And as much as I like Disney Plus, I feel super manipulated by Disney Plus cuz they're moving all of their Marvel content into TV shows. So you have to watch the TV shows cuz when they drop the movies, you're not going to understand half the shit that's going on in the movie if you didn't watch the shows. And it's like super manipulative for people that are fans of that that series and that, you know. Or you just be like me and I just like as soon as the episode comes out, I see exactly what happened yeah. and then I read all the articles that stem from that during the week until the next episode comes out and yeah, I haven't seen a single episode of WandaVision. However, I'm pretty sure I know what's happening. Necessary information needed to like uh, get to the next movie. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I think. I mean, I feel like it was it was manifestation of what they wanted because I think with uh, they're as much as it's a great experience. Theaters are great, but I feel like they're losing money from these like these movie companies because people now are just going to be waiting till it gets on Netflix or it gets on Hulu. Well, like for instance, Disney already had a plan that like I think it was like 2021 or or 2025. That they were gonna get all their exclusives, and Disney Plus was gonna be like forty nine dollars a month, like or a year, or like something a year or whatever, like a hundred something a year, so you can get all movies like digitally streamed. 
Because I feel like that's the future. Like, everything, like, from the conveniency of your own home. And I think COVID helped push that, like, that yeah. to motion. And so... Well, I think... Do you guys think that, like, superhero movies and action movies have killed They're, cinema? Yeah, because now that's... Yeah. That's the only thing that makes money. It's yeah. the only thing. So, it's... I was, it's, was going to say, it's stifled ideas. Like, all these stories already have been made. Yeah. Yeah. In a comic book version. So, like, they're not really working that hard no. to transition it to they the big put, screen. They just put, like, a bunch of them together. Yeah. I'm just like, man, come on. I need some fresh shit. Like, it really feels like we're out of ideas right now. Like, yeah. And yeah. nobody's brave enough to, like, step outside the comfort zone, put something crazy wild out there. So... There's that, some like really good movies that I never heard of, but I, I yeah. saw them on on demand or I saw them on Netflix. And I'm yeah. like, what is this? And it was in theaters for like six months, and I had no idea. Yeah. Because, like you're saying, Stu, it's like it's so expensive to go to the movie theater that people want an experience, right? It's almost like a ride when yeah. you go to the movie theater. So like, if you got like a family of two, three, four, you can't afford to take spend fifteen dollars on tickets and then twenty to forty bucks on popcorn and snacks and stuff like that, and then go watch like movies whenever they come out. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, there's a place like to capitalize on the experience part. There's a place here in Washington, in Issaquah, Washington, that has a full on experience. Like it's like an actual 4D? dinner. Like oh. you get a home like recliner, like yeah. full on everything. Like the, you get a menu. It's like forty bucks a person, and yeah. it's the whole of it. Yeah, so nice in Alaska in Anchorage. There's a place called Moose. No, this one's there's Moose Tooth. They that's Pete's place, and then there's Bears I love Moose Tooth. Bears Tooth, uh, which is a little down the way, and it's a movie theater. They have the same pizza, beer, whatever, and they just bring it right to your table. Nice. I was like, okay. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy there. I was like, Ooh. this is a nice experience. Yeah. I like, yeah, bro. I like eating. And I feel like it's just it's to that point now. The family experience no longer is about going to the movie theater unless it's like that. I think people now are like, let's go pop a movie on our, you know, our two thousand dollar TV and sit on our five thousand dollar couch. Yeah. Like, wow, yeah, that sounds way nicer. I can wear whatever I want. The food's already there. Yeah. yeah. Like, AMC is going to start turning into Blockbuster. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. Like, you're not wrong. Like, at all. Like, remember when Netflix was only, only discs that yeah. they send in mail? Yeah. <laughs> this back in the day. This, we already talked about it. Yeah. You weren't paying attention. Sorry, I <laughs> But I'm just saying, it's just cool. It's like. They should just rent the AMCs out to, like, gamers and let them fucking play on the big ass screen. Yeah. That'd be sick. Run tournaments. It's just a niche. Like, it's a niche. Like industry though, you just be like, oh, you guys play video games here, but yeah, it's really sad. I remember like the excitement when we were kids. We go to movie theater and go watch a movie. That that whole experience was just like incredible. You yeah. know, go get like a bag of popcorn and stuff. But I just stay your ass at home. Yeah, time's changing now. So I mean, a lot of things are changing. Fucking get Dylan a new said watch. it the best, Bob Dylan. Times are changing. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. This has been like kind of a movie podcast. Which is good. Because not a lot is happening, to be honest. Like we literally yeah. just talked about this on Friday. So a lot of like the big stuff, the Texas thing. We spoke about a bunch of stuff and I had fun. I mean, it was like memory lane all over again. Nostalgia it at its finest. Like oh, like back to real quick if I could, back to what Michael was saying, like there's no innovation happening in the movie industry right now. They're coming out with a uh, a prequel. To the Hunter One Dalmatians. Yeah, I saw that. Cruella. Cruella's origin story. And she's basically, I watched a trailer and I'm like, yo, this is basically like Harley Quinn, but with (laughs) Dalmatians. Like, I was watching it and I'm like, man, I like that actress. What's her name? Something Stone. Emma. Emma Stone. Is she she, playing Cruella? Yeah, she was dope in like La La Land, but she like comes out in this movie as young Cruella. And it, it appears to be that there's an older, like, not Cruella, but somebody that inspired her to be like, like her kind of. 
And I'm like watching this. I was like, yo, we don't need an origin story for all of these movies that we love. Like, you're just trying to milk this cow dry. Like, (laughs) I don't need to know, like, when Han Solo's movie came out. I didn't need a a solo movie. Like, you guys. That show was very tough, or that movie was really tough. Like, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It was definitely not the worst Star Wars movie that came out. But I was like, I don't need to know how Han and Chewie met or what the damn dice mean in Han's, like, rearview mirror, like, if there is one on the spaceship. But they're, like, just destroying old content for the sake of making money. I know. We still we still watch it. It still, still it still it. gets money. So they're not gonna in, until us as consumers of this content like say enough is enough, then nothing's ever gonna change. Like look at even with the video game industry, they keep putting out shit games. Like you, you pre order a game and then you guys pressure the fucking de- devs to like push it out hella fast and then yeah. it sucks. Yeah, and then everyone complains oh, until exactly. the next one is about to be released, and then everyone does the same exact thing. It's getting kind of tiring. Like, if you really don't like it, then don't purchase, don't consume. Like, well, there's even like uh, controversy right now. Like, you were asking like our segment of who got canceled, right? If you guys watched The Mandalorian, yeah. Well, they had a character on their uh, the character's name is Cara Dune. Yeah. It's a it's a female character. She's kind of like an old soldier retired. And she's, like, helping the culture. But the actress that plays her is Gina Carano, the old UFC fighter. And she's posting a lot of, like, crazy content on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And she was comparing the persecution of Republicans to the Jews during World War II. And that was, like, the last straw for them, you know, because she's, like, posting about not wearing masks and, you know, the COVID hoax and stuff. And so Star Wars fired her, right, or the Mandalorian Lucasfilm fired her. And all of the people that love the Mandalorian – they were so upset that they fired her, and they felt like it was kind of a, uh, how do you say it, like, it's kind of hypocritical because the main guy that plays the Mandalorian, he posts really similar content, but he's more liberal. And so they felt like since they like what he, or agreed with what he was saying, they didn't fire him, but they fired her, right? And I don't agree with anything she was saying, and I feel like it's a little different in that way. Well, you know, right? she should have realized she's not the main fucking character. You yeah. get to do more when you're the main character, but yeah. honestly, you don't really need him to be the main character. No, he wears a helmet half the damn time. He's most just like time. the voice, and you can pretty auto-tune that, I think, to yeah. get it close from someone else. So, but yeah, Speaking of what you're saying with consumers, a lot of the Star Wars fans are like, oh, we're done with the Mandalorian. Yeah, and, right, you're liars. You know, they're like, we're not watching this anymore because you guys are doing that. And the, uh, I don't know, this the president of Lucasfilm um, that George Lucas appointed, she's like on the verge of stepping down because everybody's hating on her because she's the one who fired her. And so it's pretty interesting. Like, all the fans are just affecting what's going on. Well, I just think it's... The thing that bothers me the most is that though that politics probably had a play on it is the fact that every company, regardless of, like, I had a conversation with someone we used to go to church with back in the day, and he was trying to say, like, I look through the code of conduct for employees for Disney, and I see nothing about that. And I'm like, the fact is, when a company tells you the first time when you start writing these stupid old like tweets and stuff to stop what you're doing or you will like lose your job and you keep doing it and then you do something as outlandish as that it's like bro mm. it's the last straw it's it's professionalism it has nothing to do about politics it's about you how you operate in the workplace and they're they're hurting the brand yeah like and people are mad like people were getting angry people were saying you need to get rid of her or we're like no longer yeah so now your your business now could possibly be in jeopardy obviously yeah. it wouldn't be but i mean yeah you gotta do what's best for the company and sorry and as liberal that may be for you like Cry me a river, bro. 
Get over yeah, it. Yeah, we all got code of conduct. What she what, what happened to her was actually a very Republican thing. Like <laughs> exactly, <laughs> free market, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, it yeah, we don't like what you're doing, so we're firing you. No, literally, I'd absolutely. Like is. your president used to say, "You fired." Yeah, we talked about it before. Like everybody getting kicked off of like social media platforms. They're just like, ah, you can't be on here anymore. Like the Apple Store didn't even have a what's it called Parlor. Yeah, they took Parlor off the Apple Store and off Android Store too. Yeah, Android it's, Marketplace. Everybody's like all upset about that. Like, oh, they're censoring our free speech. But I'm like, that's the free market, right? Yeah. But yeah. also, you know, it's here's my thing, though. Like, I th- always say when they, like, got rid of the app, they either try to eliminate free speech. It's like, no, they just don't know. They don't want what happened on January 6th to happen again. Yeah. Like, what's so hard about that? And maybe they'll let them back on in the future. Who knows? They but- tried to, but they just fired the CEO of uh, Parler. Yeah. And we talked about it, too. Like, QAnon's president. like or- March 4th. Or- March 4th, guys. Well, I didn't cool. understand. They say he's going to be the 19th president. Yeah, I don't want to go into it because it's a whole process. It's a, it's, there's a lot. Like, as so we were saying, there's a lot. Like, they say, like, certain presidents weren't really the president. Like, it was, like, some convoluted fra- face of the government. And, like, it's just a lot of weird stuff. A lot of stuff that QAnon people say, so many things have to happen for what they're saying to I'm make like, sense. like, yo, can you show me where you heard that? Yeah, but these people don't always source, please. Talk, they'll always have an answer for you because once you debunk them with an argument, they'll be like, they'll have an explanation for why that. You're happening. just brainwashed. Yeah. It's like, well, unbrainwash me, then show me well, that's what, what you saw, and then I'll decide for myself. Exactly. And I don't like the mainstream media as much as anybody else, like CNN and all these people. But if you compare their news sources to CNN, CNN is more factual than they are. Now, every news network spins the news for sure. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, CNN is this, you know, like. God I don't know, church on a hill, people. yeah. Like they're not like the the it's best. The truth, and that's yeah. about the truth. Yeah, but they're more factual than all the news sources they listen to or they go on. You know. Yeah, it's all like, oh, my cousin in the basement, his friend told me that. Yeah, because they saw it on Facebook. All everyone's been chipped. Uh, and Facebook means are a pandemic for sure. They're a uh, social media pandemic. Like everybody goes on Facebook. We all got old people in our lives. All you listeners out there, you guys all got that crazy uncle, crazy aunt, that just everything they know. Is this little picture that's yeah. illustrating the somewhere. memes? We've talked about this in our first season. Like the yeah. memes are ridiculous, and when you post, I just want to let you, people who are listening to us who are this type of person. I I don't know if you guys are like this. Probably not, because I would imagine people who listen to us have some sense. That was a compliment, guys. So, uh, anyways, they I see them post this shit, and I'm like. You, you, every time you post it, I think you're dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. Oh, for sure. It's like, this is not real. This is a picture with words on it that support your argument, but there's no source. There's no... No. And one thing I like to do is I take news sources that I believe in, and then I'll just compare them to, you know, the New York Times, or I'll compare them to CNN, or I'll compare them to Fox, right? And then you take, you know, what you can kind of deduce from that as what is true and what's not, right? You can kind of like piece it together like that with multiple sources. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like one source you like you get you gotta like read a lot. You gotta read a lot of different things. Yeah, that's why like when you were in school and you had to write an essay, you had to have at least three sources to support your sources. argument. It wasn't fucking a meme. You don't show a meme and then uh, oh, my essay's done. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah, have your source page. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's cra- it's a crazy time for information. People just I don't know. It's hard to get good information though. It is very difficult to get in. Yeah, good we're being over flooded with just everything. So you have to really decipher. You got to filter and just use your brain, guys. Come on. 
in your heart. <laughs> oh my God! Here we go again. <laughs> Just kidding. Any uh, any cleanup topics we need to touch base on? This has been a pretty entertainment based. Which I love. Episode. So we need to change the pace sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Tired of talking about politics. Yeah, it was a slow Sports, few days. Sports, you name it. Don't you guys know that politics don't matter? Like, they're all just playing us. It's yeah. all a game. It's been, it's been a slow few days. So it was nice to touch base, go through memory lane with some of the movies that we liked. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, this week on Instagram, you know, tag us on your favorite uh, movie, sports movie, or... Yeah, well, we'll put a post up on our story, and then you guys sure. can reply to it. Yeah, let me know. Send us your favorite sports movie. Yes, sir. And if you need some drink suggestions for uh, St. Patty's Day, I'm going to tell you right now, Jameson's the way to go. Put it in a milkshake, put some brownies and mint in it, and uh, you're good, bro. What did you say? You can really, like, shut up. That sounds <laughs> fucking gross. So, so Red, Robin's, <laughs> Red Robin used to do it. So they, yeah. they used to do, like, uh, they put with Jameson, they put... Um, it's like mint chocolate chip ice Red cream. Robin? Yeah. I'm going to quote Mike Fiso on this. He said this to me ugh, at least five years ago. Mike oh. said, I don't want to drink anything that I don't want to throw up. Yep. And oh, I, it tastes great when I threw it up. That sounds fucking like, gross. I, milk and, and... Nice and sweet. Oh, oh, yeah. Remember what I was saying the other the other week? They, they said that milk and dairy, or dairy and alcohol, when you have it at the same time, it causes your liver... To have to work overtime because it can't process them both at the same time. Yeah, because one's like thick and then the other one's really acidic. Uh, Alcohol, uh, obviously. So it makes sense. That's like overtime. Yeah, but then Mike talked about it because think about how much pizza and beer you've had in your life. You know? Yeah. That's, a lot you're of just killing out. yourself softly. Yeah, you are. Strumming my pain. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Hey, but if you guys want to try Proper 12, I would try Proper 12. It's a nice little alternative every once in a while. Um, like I said last time, it does taste a little bit like Jameson, but I like Proper 12. I do a lot. If you're really feeling yourself, try some Irish car bombs. That's Guinness with uh, Bailey's dropped into it and Jameson, a shot of Jameson, I think. That'll that'll put hair on your chest, laddie. Put Bailey's in your coffee. I appreciate you guys. Chuck, thank you for the uh, Terramana. We're going to taste it and post it and let you know our review of it. It's pretty good. Anybody else? Nope. No shout outs. Everyone have a wonderful week. And Stuart, you got anything for the peeps? No, sir. No, sir. Tell us what your favorite sports movie is. We're going to post that tonight. Yeah. Have a wonderful week. See you later. I love you guys.